I made a presentation uh, April 12th of this year, 2019, at the American Research Center in Egypt, uh, annual series of meetings in Alexandria, Virginia. Uh, it's one of the largest gathering of gatherings of Egyptologists in the world. Uh, the very noteworthy Dr. Mark Lehner was one of the ones who came to my session. And uh, so I'm going to share some of the things that I presented in that session, but, but probably a lot of other things, too, in relationship to the trial passages of the Great Pyramid. So finding the trial passages, so where are they? Okay, so here is a, uh, a top view of the Great Pyramid. North is to the right, as you can see. And so uh, that's the, the top view of the passage system that's inside the Great Pyramid. And so if you bring the Great Pyramid down, I'm doing this to show both where the trial passages are and give a little bit of uh, their orientation, their relationship to the Great Pyramid, because you can see the trial passages are right underneath where the passage system would be in the Great Pyramid if you brought it down a little bit to the east. So the, so the trial passages are to the east uh, of the Great Pyramid. Well, I knew that when I first went looking for them. I had a lot of things I wanted to discover and look at when I, uh, the past couple of times I've been to Egypt. And so uh, I knew there was somewhere on the east side of the Great Pyramid. I'd read different people talking about, uh, you know, the trial passages. So I uh, asked my wife, she wanted to go with me, and, and uh, we hired Muhammad to, uh, you know, give us some horses. And so we went all around the, the family of Khufu tombs that are on the east side of the Great Pyramid. There you can see the... Uh, two of the Queen satellite pyramids to the left there. And so there we were going around. We ended up going on foot, looking all over. And after a couple hours, we didn't find them. That was September 28, 2018. Well, that sort of sobered me up. That led to a more sober pursuit of these passages. You know, I've read about them, but where are they? Well, that's me standing uh, by some of them right there. So uh, here's a, a top view of the pyramid. And so, again, this is looking to the east. So that is where the trial passages are right there. There I am with uh, Ahmed uh, looking at the entrance to the trial passages. And uh, there I am looking at sort of the exit, the, the, what leads to the Grand Gallery sort of and uh, locked up for 10 years by the Egyptian government. So here's the entrance. You can see that it's all kind of, uh, you know, strewn with... with uh, with desert sand that's kind of covered it up and, and desert garbage uh, filling it. And so there's often camels there kind of taking some, uh, some, some shelter from the, the walls there of the entrance to the trial passages. And that where that white horse is, that's where the well is. It's sort of the, in between the, the entrance and the exit of the trial passages. Looking down the well, you can see it's beginning to deteriorate, but it, you can see a, a deep shaft there. And there I am measuring that shaft uh, that's at the center of the trial passages. Okay, uh, there's a tape measure I put down there to see how high up uh, the garbage had gotten there. So you can see the tape says from the top of the, the well, it's 14 feet 8 inches down to where the top of the garbage was. So that told me there's probably this much. There's a side view of the trial passages. That's how much they're filled up pretty much all the way. There's a, a view of the uh, metal grating that the Egyptian government keeps over the, uh, the well to the trial passages there. Uh, you can see that I've got a tape across it, and it's running at 29 inches. We'll talk more about that later. This is uh, William Flinders Petrie's measurement of it. Again, pretty much running 29 inches, as you can see there. Okay, so there I am standing on the well in between the sort of the entrance and the exit of the trial passages there. And there's some of the garbage that's at the bottom there, close up of a canvas bag or something. 
All right, so this is where the exit to the Grand Gallery is. Again, you can see garbage in a locked door. The Egyptian government hasn't let anybody in here for 10 years. Okay, so you, I'm standing there so you can see the size of where the, the trial passages come out and what really represents the Grand Gallery and where the Egyptian government has placed this metal railing. Okay, so there's a, a, what's called the third trial passage, which is... Uh, to the west of the uh, the trial passages, that horse has got a, his hoof in it. You can see it there. And so uh, here's the uh, top view of uh, uh, the east side of the pyramid. So that's where uh, the trial passages are over there. And that's where the trench is called the third trial passage. Okay. Uh, this is looking, you can see in the lower right-hand corner of the picture, they're looking toward the northeast corner of the Great Pyramid. You can see that trench just to help you orient it. Okay, so let's look at this third trial passage. Now, here's a side view of the trial passages. Okay, so there's the, the entrance where we showed the camels. That's the, this is, again, the you know, east side of the Great Pyramid. Uh, that's the trial passage well shaft. We've shown that, and this is sort of the exit into the Grand Gallery. This is the third trial passage, this trench, okay? And the Great Pyramid is 100 yards to the west, okay? Now, there are some holes uh, near the trial passages that are very interesting. You can see different patterns there. You can see different size diameters. And uh, th these uh, are big gouges. It's almost like, hey, pay attention. Pay attention. Focus your eyes this way. It's like, you know, it's like uh, no passing lines in the highways. Okay, so interesting, the, the holes that are near the, the trial passages there. <coughs> okay, again, here's a, a side view of the trial passages. There's the Great Pyramid. So, again, uh, they're a, a, a miniature. So there's the descending passage in the trial passages. <coughs> Excuse me. There's the descending passage in the Great Pyramid. There's the ascending passage, the first ascending passage in the Great Pyramid there in the trial passages. There's the... Uh, first ascending passage in the Great Pyramid. Okay, now notice there's a narrowing of the ascending shaft in the trial passages, and there also is in the Great Pyramid itself. Okay, there is the beginning of the Grand Gallery, and there's the Grand Gallery. So again, the trial passages are a replica in miniature of the Great Pyramid. There's the beginning of the Queen's Chamber, and there's the Queen's Chamber passage, okay? <clears throat> Five, uh, there's the lower part of the descending passage, and apparently that goes there. But there's a question mark, because Peter Le Messier, uh, Great Pyramid Decoded, says that that bottom part, number five there, of the trial passages, is really the subterranean passage, which is a horizontal passage. He said because it, it, the, the descending passage telescopes down. That's interesting. See, he calls it the subterranean passage, even though... It appears to be the descending passage. Okay, so that leads to some interest there. Uh, then six, you can see the red six there. I put it bigger and a different color because this is probably the most interesting part of the trial passages. Okay, it's supposed to correspond to the well shaft, but notice it's in a completely different place than the well shaft. That's where it should be, where that blue line with a question mark is. If it was in the Great Pyramid, it seems like it should be there because that's where the well shaft is in the Great Pyramid. It's not near the Red Six in the trial passages. 
So since the other elements of the trial passages, the grand gallery, the descending passage, since they all have a spatially corresponding part in the Great Pyramid, is it possible that this shaft indicates an undiscovered passage? That blue shaft with a question mark, that seems like there could be something there. And what's interesting, this was a picture I took of the phone of... Uh, uh, Dr. El Damati, who was the Minister of Antiquities in the nation of Egypt from 2014 to 2016. I was visiting him in his office at Ein Shams University. He's a professor of Egyptology. We were talking about the Great Pyramid. He, he showed me his phone here, and he showed me the, the uh, voids that the uh, studies he commissioned, the muon studies inside the Great Pyramid, found these voids. And so I'm putting this picture here because right there, where I put that sort of elliptical brown circle there, that's where one of the voids is that the muon teams found inside the Great Pyramid. And it's right near where that blue line, the, the indication of a possible passage. So something very interesting is, seems to be going on in that part of the Great Pyramid. Okay, now here's the... Uh, uh, the red is the is the well shaft in the in the trial in the trial passages. Okay, we've looked at that, and then I've got a line down there to the red and blue. That's basically where the trial passages are, and the and the trench. So the red is the trench, and the red is the well shaft. Okay, now I'm showing those two because some experts on Giza have said this. Uh, several experts have stated that these two features, the well shaft, the vertical uh, red. And uh, the, the trench, the horizontal red, are exactly equal in width. Now, that suggests a connection. seems like it be a, could be a very interesting connection because the, the builders are, uh, the, the architects sort of getting you to sort of like it in your own mind, a vertical and a horizontal. Like, what could be the meaning here? For example, Dr. Hua says this. The third trial passage is almost exactly equal in width to the vertical shaft in the trial passages. So Dr. Zahi Oas, you know, probably the most famous uh, Egyptologist uh, in the world and, uh, you know, the voice of Egypt and especially Giza, he's saying that those two uh, things have an equal measurement, the trench, which is on the ground, and the well shaft, which runs north and south. And then Mark Lehner, probably equally famous when it comes to Giza, says the trench, its width is almost exactly equal to the width of the vertical shaft in the replica passages. So you have the two foremost authorities on things relating to Giza saying that these two features are the same size. Almost exactly, the words they use. Exactly equal, almost exactly equal. Okay, so let's, let's do the measurement because I want to really meditate on this if it's a true data. So Petri gives the width of the well. Now here's a close-up of his measurements. The inside and outside measurements aren't the inside and the outside. They have to do with the lower measurement in the shaft and the upper measurement. So they're all running 28 and 29. Just look at all of them. They're 28 and 29. Okay. So, you know, I wanted to measure the, the third trial passage. So there I was. And so here's my field notes. So I got 27, 27 and a half, measuring different places. 27, 26 and three quarters, and 27. Okay. So here's the results. The third trial passage width is 27 inches, and the trial passage well shaft is running 28 and 29 inches by Sir William Flinders Petrie's measurements, probably the leading authority on measuring the Great Pyramid. Now, you do not want to hire a carpenter building your house that says 28 and 29 are exactly equal to 27. 
So I gave up meditating on what could be the relationship that I was led to believe would be a relationship because these are not exactly the same size. Okay, but now let's look at this other sort of anomaly here. Here's the, the trial passages, that side view. Okay, and so there's that part of the, the lower part of the descending passage, which is smaller than the upper part of the descending passage. And why this is interesting or problematic is because, you know, the, the lower part seems, Le Mercier says, to go with a horizontal subterranean cha chamber. So now you do have sort of a vertical being likened to a horizontal, and there might be some interesting things to find from this key. But most people have just thought, without thinking about this, that that, that part of the trial passages represents the whole descending passage of the Great Pyramid. And so, you know, we, we, we would probably think that's true. But here's the problem, okay? So if you measure the, the trial passage, the upper part of the descending passage, is 41 and a half inches. And on the Great Pyramid, the descending passage is 41 inches. Now, Petri remarks in his writing about the trial passages that it's remarkable how similarly accurate the trial passages and the Great Pyramid are. And he says in every one of the areas, and he gives the, the smallness of difference between those two, he never mentions this huge difference that exists in the lower part of the descending passage because it's Petri who says of the descending passage that we're looking at here, remember that pointed up to the pole star. So it was very important to the ancients that they had that made perfectly level so that the light of the pole star would shine all the way down to the subterranean chamber. And Petri remarks how regular and accurate, how what great craftsmanship there is in the descending passage. So it's continuously 41 inches. Well, if you look at the trial passages, that sort of telescoping part of the descending passage, it's running 37 and 38 inches. And again, the lower part of the descending passage is 41 because Petri writes about how regular and accurate the descending passage is. So this is, this is troublesome. Well, the horizontal passage is running between 30, 33 and 36 inches. So which is the lower part of the trial passage descending part? Which is it closer to? Is it closer to the descending passage measurements or the horizontal subterranean chamber? Well, let's look. Okay, 37 and 38. There's a little over three inch difference if we compare the lower trial passage descending passage with the, with the great pyramids. Okay, so let's compare it to the horizontal passage in the subterranean chamber. And again, there's a little over three inches difference. So you can't tell by measuring what's meant here. So it's an interesting anomaly that I think deserves more study.